Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. One day a week, I get to actually say, hey, today's Saturday. Woke up, not a lot going on. Actually, that's not true. I actually enjoy working on a Saturday. Uh, oddly enough, I know, I know. Um, but when every day feels like Saturday, you can kind of do what you want. But I want to talk about taking control of your life. So let's dive into it. Going to share with you some of the mindset uh, things that... I really uh, trying to think the best way to taking control of your life, you know, not playing the blame game. A lot of victims out there these days. Would you agree with that statement? A lot of people blaming things or other people or whatever for their circumstances. I used to do that and I stopped doing that. And my life did a 180. I mean, literally just uh, night and day. A lot of people don't recognize me at the age of 54 that knew me at the age of 34. And I'll share with you why. And the, the, uh, the first one's the obvious one. I say it on almost every episode, but you need to keep saying it. And I need to keep telling myself this, and I think you need to keep hearing it, is that you got to change the people that you're hanging around. Uh, individuals I used to hang around were great people. These are great husbands and wives and fathers and mothers. They're good people. They just weren't good for me and where I wanted to go. And if I wanted to take control of my life, I had to take control of my environment. And if I see these individuals on the street or at an event or, I don't know, at the grocery store or whatever, I still say hi. We're still pleasant. I just don't allow them into my inner circle. And you're going to rub some people the wrong way, not because you're rude to them. It's not like, hey, uh, I'm calling you to let you know that I'm cutting you out of my life. (laughs) That's not what we're doing here. Uh, You will silently and you will quietly start to move further and further away from these individuals. Why? Because they're not making you a better person, and they're not enhancing your life. Okay, So you can't be blaming other individuals for bringing you down when you're the one allowing them in your inner circle to actually have that happen. Okay, Nobody can cause you to feel a certain way. Your feelings are how you view a situation, and then you feel some way about it, good, bad, happy, sad. Those are things 100% under your control. Like the old adage is, we can't control a lot of the times what happens, all right? But we can control how we react to what happens. And it's a simple statement, but boy, is it powerful. Wouldn't you agree with that? Like when you look at a circumstance and you say, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. That's going to ruin my day. I'm going to lose money because of it. I just, you know, the old Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn is a, uh, just a fountain of wisdom. He passed away in 2009 and he's still, all of his videos on YouTube are required listening and viewing for anybody in the personal development space. But he used to say, just say three words. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? And it totally diffuses whatever situation you're in. 
All right. And uh, it's, it's such a powerful way because if you can control how you react to a situation versus allowing the situation to control your thoughts, your mindset, taking a bad five minutes, turning it into a bad day, uh, you're going to be miles ahead, miles ahead of where you were. You know, I didn't blame fast food when I was fat. You know, when I was in the corporate game, I was probably tipping the scales, I don't know, uh, 210 somewhere. I was a skinny fat, though. I'm probably six foot, six foot one. Um, so I'm not a, I'm not a short individual. I'm not tall. I'm kind of average, you know, six to six one, but weighing 210 and just having all of that fat. And I can tell you, there wasn't a lot of muscle on my body. How do I know? Cause I never worked muscles. You know, I never worked out. The one thing I did though, in 2003, I hired a personal trainer for the very first time and Bally Total Fitness was still around. I don't think they're, st- I don't even know if they're still around, but they were around here in Cincinnati and I got a membership there and I hired a personal trainer because I wanted to start lifting weights, but holy smokes, if I got in the gym and started, you know, benching and doing dumbbells, I was just going to, I was going to hurt myself because I had no idea what I was doing. There's a lesson to hire a coach, just hire a coach. Uh, because doing that gave me what everybody needs and whatever it is, health or fitness or relationships, you need a foundation. You need just, all I wanted was a foundation. This guy would meet me at the gym at five thirty, six in the morning before I went to work every day. Not every day before I went to work, we would meet twice a week. That's it. Just twice a week. And he would teach me the right way to work out. So I was fat, and I knew it was fat. And he told me I was fat. He goes, "Dude, you're skinny fat." I go, "That doesn't. That's like an oxymoron." He goes, "No, you to the average person when you put a suit and tie on, Sam, you look good. But when you take that shirt off and you start working out, for example, uh, you're fat and you're out of shape." I mean, he had me doing these cardio things, and I, I had to stop because I thought I was going to throw up on our one of our first training sessions. And he's like, "Oh boy, we got a lot of work to do." And I appreciated his honesty. Uh, But when I really started getting healthy was the work I put in when he wasn't around. When he wasn't training, he's like, okay, we're only together two days a week. What you do the other five days is what really matters. And by the way, what you eat, obviously. So when I was fat, I didn't blame fast food, didn't blame McDonald's. You know, I was a big fan of Jersey Mike subs and things like that. I would get all the sauces and and the oils and all that stuff. But very simple, subtle changes, you know. I didn't blame anybody else when I was fat. I went to somebody who got me in shape, and I just stayed with it. Now, you know, 20 years later, I am 193 pounds, a lot of a lot more muscle on my body, um, and I can just lift an insane amount of weights compared to what I used to be able to lift. And I run when I'm not working out. I run, you know, two, three times a week. I do sprints. I do it a little bit differently than most people. I don't go for a six-mile run. I do wind sprints every morning for 40 minutes, run as fast as I can, like I'm being chased by a grizzly bear. You've heard me talk about the grizzly bear runs. Get my heart rate up to a buck 60, sometimes 170, calm it down to 120, run again, and I do it for 40 minutes, and it just burns. It's just like an incinerator for the fat on your body. Another thing I never blamed, I never blamed the government when I was broke. Uh, you've been in some tough spots. I've been in some tough spots financially. We've all been there. But I never blame the government, for example. Like, why aren't there more programs to help me out or anything like that? You know, I have been around uh, since I had my paper route as an entrepreneur at the age of 13 years old. Ronald Reagan was president. Didn't give him credit. Didn't blame him. George Bush. Didn't give him credit. Didn't blame him. Clinton had some of my best financial years in those eight years Clinton was president. Didn't give him all the credit. Didn't give him any of the blame when I didn't. And then, of course, you know, you got W and you got Obama and you got Trump and now you got Biden. And I'm never looking at the government for blaming my circumstances. That's ridiculous. It's stupid. I mean, the government has no impact on my financial state of mind. You know, they have no impact whatsoever on how I look at a situation and view it. 
And I was never going to give credit and I was never going to place blame to people I don't even know. You know, I don't I have no interaction with these individuals. Are there policies? Of course, we all have our political leanings. All right? We all vote a certain way. That's that's policy. That's great. Whatever whatever you subscribe to. Fantastic. But it does not impact your day to day life. It just doesn't. If you allow it to, then you fall into that bucket of individuals out there on social media blaming the government for your current circumstances. I mean, I look at that. and I'm just like, first of all, I unfriend them or I block them because I never want to see that victim talk on my page or anywhere I'm scrolling because it doesn't even make any sense. I never blamed my anxiety uh, on my upbringing, you know. Uh, you don't get you, know, you can't pick your parents. You don't get to choose who your parents are. You get brought into this world, good, bad, or indifferent. Maybe some of you grew up in the Brady Bunch neighborhood. You took vacations twice a year. Mom and dad ate dinner with you at the table, and you never had to worry about where your next meal was coming from. That wasn't necessarily my upbringing, but that was. Look, I'm 54, man. In the I had I I still tell people I had a great childhood. You know, single parent, alcoholic mom. Giddy up, man. She did the best she could with what she had to work with. And then that's all any parent can say. They, they did the best they could with what they had to work with. You know, if, if you knew what my mom had to go through when she was born in 1927, growing up in that period, uh, she was, I mean, you talk about broke, man. Broke is a joke. And it was a very tough upbringing for her. She used to share some of the stories with me when I was a kid. And I was like, damn, wow. All right. Okay. I started to get it even at a young age. I'm like, well, I wish it. I wish certain days and nights wouldn't end up the way they did in our house. But I didn't blame her for that. You know, not at the age of fifty and and beyond, I'm sure as hell not blaming her for that. My anxiety that I had, I did not blame on my upbringing. And so all of this, you know, whether I was fat, whether I was broke, whether I was anxious, I leveled up. I leveled up, and you need to level up if you're not where you want to be. What does leveling up mean? Well, like the first thing I talked about right out of the gate, changing the environment every day. Change the environment. I can't give any piece of advice better than that. It's the best piece of advice for anybody who wants to level up your game from a financial perspective, from a health perspective, is start changing the environment around you and stop placing blame in places where it doesn't even matter. And it and it's not going to matter. You know what it is? It's junk food. It's the pity. You'll get people responding back say, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. How's that make you feel? Feels good. Maybe 10, 15 minutes while you're talking to that person, you can both commiserate. But then what? The problem's still there. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like junk food. You're hungry. You go to the pantry. You knock out some nachos or some Cheetos and chips or pretzels or something like that. What, what did that do? It solved about a 15-minute problem, and what it really did was exacerbate a larger issue that you've got to get in better health. Mental health and things like that, when you start going down to that blame game, you know, the inside the word blame is lame, and the only person that loses is you and your dream. Stop placing blame where it doesn't need to be placed and start putting accountability on you. And so you can say, oh, that's great, Sam. This is great motivational talk. Well, how do you know my situation? I don't know your personal situation. That's why I only share my situation and hoping it will inspire other people. That's the only story I know is my own. And the only story you know is your own. But I know the overall global message is that everybody can improve. It's not going to happen overnight. But take the 90-day test. Take the 90-day test. Start right now and start changing. But when was the best time to change? Yeah, maybe it was 20 years ago. When's the second best time? Right now. Right now. And start making small incremental incremental changes and just watch after 90 days. You will see 
an amazing transformation in your life. I promise you, you will. And if you can do it for 90 days, you can do it for six months. And now it starts becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy, a year, two years, five years. Now, this type of talk, you're not going to hear in a HR department or you're not going to hear from just, you know, Joe or Jane Doe on the street. These are the types of thoughts and the mindset that you have to speak to people that really believe it and that have had that happen in their life and that want that for you. I want you to be successful. If you want to be a millionaire, have a ball. But I'll tell you, some of the happiest people I know are making 50 grand a year. Why are they happy? Because they're content. Does that mean they're settling or they're average? No. These are people that are contributing their time in their community. They're, they've got purpose to their life. We talked about that in the Finding Your Why series this week. When you find out why you want to do something, that is the power. That's the momentum. That's the engine on the train. And so whether you want to make 50 grand a year or 50 grand a month, or 500 grand a month, whatever that looks like, all of that is right there waiting for you. But you have to stop playing the blame game and level up. Level up. You get one life. You get one shot. It's not a dress rehearsal. I mean, you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. But the only one to blame at the end of that life is going to be you. It isn't going to be the food industry. It isn't going to be the government. It isn't going to be your upbringing. All of that stuff is just noise in the background to keep that stuff rattling around in your mind to keep you from achieving what you're really here for. And that's greatness in whatever area you want to do. All right. I hope this message helped. Would you leave a rating for the podcast, by the way? Help your boy out on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating. Why? Why would I keep asking that? Because other amazing people like your show, like you, need to find this show. They need to have these seeds of audio inspiration and motivation planted in their mind every day. Help me out. Help us out. Help the Everyday is Saturday community out. Leave a five-star rating on iTunes. All right, let's go. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday is Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster and that's what i'm looking for amazing people like you hey, i'm always hanging out on the interwebs you can check me out on instagram at every day is saturday let me know you're listening to the show love 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 hearing from fans of the everyday saturday podcast and one last thing when you're ready to launch get on my calendar go to launchwithsam.com you and i are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream are you ready let's do it i'll see you on the next every day is saturday podcast